In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Tokenet Radio, Toki Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. It's the shot. Yeah, you're live too, Richard. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Ghost Chronicles International on Terrorrect, Net, and Ghost Channel, and all those cool little places. I am Ron Kulik, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me, believe it or not, is my co-host, the Ghost Finder General himself, Sir Richard Felix. Good evening, and well, greetings from uh, the UK. No, it's 8 o'clock here, but it's dark. Oh, dear. How are you, Ron? Uh, better, you're better than I am. I hear you out there tasting wine or something. I beg your pardon? I heard you were at a wine testing event or something. Oh, that's, no, you're absolutely right. Sorry, tonight, yes, indeed. It was actually, well, it was a, um, it's an antiques auction and, and wine tasting at the same time. Uh, and so I was there earlier. Yes, I've had a couple of, uh, couple of glasses of red wine, uh, which was extremely nice. Nice, dropped some Merlot. And uh, so I'm all, <laughs> I'm all ready to go. Um, is the sun still shining? Of course it is. It's been beautiful. Oh. It's been beautiful since you uh, left. I left. Oh, I say. I'm so sorry about last week's show, Ron. Um, left you all alone. To do... <laughs> I was so desperately trying to get down because, uh, as you probably, you well, folks shouldn't know now that I was actually staying up in Franconia and I had to get down to obviously to Boston Airport. Tried to get through to you at the Worthen on the way through, and I just. I think I, I think I got to you about three minutes after you'd finished the show. Yeah, as I was walking out, you were walking in. Such a shame. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 do you know what? It's a week since, because obviously I, f- I flew out a week ago. Um, it, it, I haven't come down yet. I'm, really? I, I mean it. I mean it. I'm still up there. I'm still uh, on a high. Because uh, I, I have been the, the whole of my life. Say again? It's not the wine? Not the wine. No, it's not the wine. It's me. I'm, I'm still up there. Um, I have never had a, an experience in, in, the, in all of my 50, 10 years <laughs> like I had the, the three weeks that I, I was over there in New England. Um, and that's not just, that's not just talk. That's, that's the truth. It was absolutely unbelievable. Um, everything from, from the Worthen to the Wyndham restaurant, the dining with the dead and the, the, Boat tour in Port, you know, oh, in Portsmouth. Uh, uh, you have a wonderful country, sir, and uh, you have some fabulous ghost stories. Yes, and uh, we were, you know, really glad to have uh, one of you guys over here. You know, one of you foreigners 
uh, just uh, <laughs> investigating the ghosts because, you know, it just gives us so much credence to our history when we have someone like you over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I... You I, do? I, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know, well, I don't. Have you had any wine? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a cup of tea now. But, uh, no, I, I absolutely um, had, a, I had a ball. Um, everyone treated me so well. I mean, God, God, you know, I mean, it really was. It was... It was uh, Unbelievable, uh, and then of course we we found that well, as you probably know, I, I went down to to Derby, Connecticut. Um, Derby, Derby. That's right, D E R B Y, Derby, Connecticut. Um, and to to see the mayor, um, uh, Tony Stefiari, and, and he came out and saw me. And would you believe? I mean, I did I did a ghost talk down there, although I'd gone because obviously, you know, I live in Derby and, and you've got the Derby over there and lots of Derbys, but they actually have, they're, they're planning on starting ghost ghost tours around the city of Derby, Connecticut. Uh, and they took me. It, it is, it is, and they took me to this amazing theatre that's haunted. And um, for the last, since 1965, I believe, it's been, it's been empty, derelict. Um... Houdini actually performed in this in this theatre, uh, and they've they've started doing events at Halloween in the place. And I'll be very honest with you, because because Tina and David, who who obviously hosted me for the three weeks that I was there up in Franconia in their wonderful house, Tina actually saw the figure of a woman um, in one of the dressing rooms. Was she good looking? Uh, say again. Was she good looking? Well, she didn't get that far. She said she looked sort of quite Victorian. And to be honest with you, all she thought was that it was a, um, like a cardboard cutout uh, propped up against the wall until right. she looked again and realized that it was, it was actually this woman that, that looked sort of slightly see-through uh, wearing Victorian costume, and then it just vanished. Yeah, uh, and it, Richard, it, Richard I, yeah. I don't understand this. You know, when you see a ghost, I mean... Why the hell can't you see this beautiful vixen that, you know, you, you start salivating over? I mean, it's always young. Know, I mean, it's, it's, it's always so, an old Victorian lady, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. I mean, where's the babes? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. Because let's face it, you know, you know full well I'm not a great believer in there being many modern ghosts. But let's face it, there must have been an awful lot of fantastic historical babes around. Right. I mean... Like, hey, Maltrandes? We always have reports of, like, uh, prostitutes uh, 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 haunt yeah. this area or that area. But, you know, I don't know. They're never beauties, are they? I, I've never seen it. I mean, I mean, I've never heard anybody say, wow, you just seen this looking, good-looking babe. I mean, she was there. She had the, she had the uh, <laughs> you know, the, the stockings on with the, the ladder. The suspenders, the, uh, the suspenders. Yeah, suspenders, all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. never, ever, you know. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, she no, was even, uh, even in, woman. It, like in, in Dodge City or or or, or somewhere like, or Tombstone or you know, in one of the exactly. old saloons. Because uh, yeah. isn't that? And I, I tell you what, here's the other thing. Of course, let's be very honest about it. Quite a few of those babes must have been, um, well, assaulted, raped, uh, and, and murdered, uh, which would have should should cause a haunting. Right. Why don't we ever see them? Right. Hey, and, unless, of course, we're you know we've been on we're the unlucky ones. You know, perhaps perhaps there are folks out there that have seen. Uh, I have never heard beauties. it. Beauties. I have never heard it. I I I'm actually in agreement with you. Um, they're all 
they're always ugly old hags, you know, sort of uh, with, with Victorian dresses right down to their ankles and mob caps on, and uh, or the hairnet or something. <laughs> Although, wait a minute! Oh, wait a minute! I am. This is supposedly now. I don't know how true this is, but this is something right. I heard. It's, yes. it's a it's a place in your country that yes. it's supposedly this one room where the ghosts. Um, how can I say this? Uh, is very fond of the men in the room and like this right booked up for years in advance. I'll bet it is. Hey, can you tell me more? <laughs> where is I, it? I am going to have to track this down. I have heard the story, but I. I don't know the particulars. All I heard is with supposedly this room in some end in the UK where this the room is booked out years in advance because all the male <laughs> people that are in there um, have these unique experiences. <laughs> and we'll Tell me more. <laughs> hey, because this is this is back to the to your your, your almost sort of elementals, but, you know, incubus and succubus. Could very well be. You know, you know, you know about them. You know, they're the sort of like, oh, you know, like sort of sex demons and all this. You know, one, one, and I can't remember which it is. The incubus is the one that seduces uh, females, I think, right. and the succubus is the one that that seduces m- males. You know, um, wow. I mean, uh, lead, lead, <laughs> lead me to it. Because <laughs> you see, I tell you what, it's quite funny because when I when I do, when I'm filming. When I'm when I'm doing the, one of the, you know the DVDs um, on on a county that I, that I do um, while we're in that place, if, if I have to stay overnight, I always try and pick the ha- a haunted hotel or a haunted inn, obviously to stay in, because although I'm frightened of the silly things, I still think it's a good idea to actually you know for the filming actually spend the night like just like you did at um, uh, Little Round Top Farm, you know you 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 had a camera running, didn't you? Um, in your in your bedroom, and I right. try I try and do the same thing. Um, obviously, in the vain hopes that that something may happen during the night. Uh, <laughs> but uh, wow, you know, <laughs> you might get more than you bargained for. I don't know. I mean, that's that's. I mean, that should be another thing for your book. I mean, you know, why aren't there good-looking? <laughs> you do realize that volume two is looming already and the bloody thing isn't out yet. <laughs> and the book we're talking about, by the way, is, of course, uh, What is the Ghost Written by Richard Felix. And uh, he brought some over here with him. And uh, it's, it's an interesting book. I may not agree with everything that's in it, but it's a oh, week in progress, correct? Absolutely right, yeah. I've written, I've written because poor, poor old Ron actually sort of sat up one morning didn't you? Because you, you don't sleep very well, and we, we was reading the book uh, while we were, you know, we were having a bit of a uh, a do at, up at uh, in Franconia. Right, uh, I had nothing else better to do. Yeah, well, there you were. <laughs> thank you very much for that. Uh, but I mean, you probably noticed in the book, I actually, I don't know where I put it in the book, that I actually said that I, I wasn't going to write it because I didn't think I was ready to write it, and I still don't think I'm, I was ready to write it. But if you don't do it, <laughs> you know, someone else will. Um, but I tell you what, all, I mean, because basically all that happened was I had a, I had a hundred copies made in America, um, rather than sort of shipping them out, um, of which you've still got some copies, copies I left, do. if anybody wants one. Um, but um, that's the first hundred copies. They're, they'll be the, they'll be the limited edition, of course, because they're you know the ones made in America, and we've now got a, a load that's going to be ready here. Um, but 
you know, I'm already, and okay, yes, it's out in America, but it's not out in England. Um, I'm realizing now that there are things, you know, more things that need to go in it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to recall it. I'm not going to do that. But it's obviously, <laughs> but really, Ron, that's why I did it. That's why I did I mean, number one, I've been, spout, you know, all my ravings I've been talking about on all these talks I do. If I'm not careful, someone else, someone else will pinch my ideas uh, and bring a book out. I know I already have. Well, why not? <laughs> but but but, it, but that's true. It, it will happen. Um, and so I thought I needed to bring it out anyway. But as, as soon as I've done it, I'm now people are coming back to me already and saying, "Have you thought of this? What about this?" I mean, the, the prime example has to be the fact that I, you know, I, I cite in the book that nobody ever sees the ghost of a uh, of, a, of a, a, a youth wearing a hoodie. Smoking a joint. <laughs> lo and, lo and behold, while I'm still in America, uh, David Wells sends out a copy of a, of a paranormal magazine uh, that actually tells the story of a youth that, that haunts this place wearing a hoodie. No, no, no. Uh, Dave, David Wells didn't send that out. He gave oh, that to me. sent it to you. No, he gave me that last year, almost to the day. And uh, he gave no. that while he was here last year. And so when you brought this hoodie thing up, I mean, I remembered it, and I still have it because, like, I keep everything anyways. Yeah, of course. Cool. Hence, I've been married 37 years. Ah! <laughs> <said> yeah. <laughs> I, really, I didn't realize. I thought, he'd, I thought he'd actually sort of heard about what I'd written and sent a copy out. I didn't realize he'd... So it's a year old, that story. Oh, my gosh, that's even worse. But even so, I still say, I still say uh, you know, you don't see many. Uh, but, of course, no, there are... You know, there is one. Um... But I tell you what, here's, here's something. This is uh, very quick sort of um, getting onto the subject. I don't know whether I mentioned this um, on the show while I was over there with you, but the things that I've already... Because I came back... God, I was on um, the BBC radio yesterday. Um, I'm doing a TV show uh, called The Gadget Show tomorrow. Uh, no, not tomorrow, really? Thursday. Uh, yeah, which is quite interesting. Uh, so things are happening. But I've already been talking about the things that I've learned while I've been in America. Uh, and one of the big ones is, is the fact that, um, the fact, uh, did I mention it? You know, the fact that you've got me a lot more wooden buildings and, and we over here have got a lot more stone and brick buildings. Correct. H hence the fact that, that I build it. Because you see, England, England is, is obviously because of its age, because of the antiquity, we, we, we have more ghosts than probably anywhere else. Um, and so, in other words, we probably have more ghost sightings than you have in America. Because we're, you know, we've got 2,000, 3,000 years of history or whatever. So that's one of the reasons. But the other reason, I believe, is because we've got more stone buildings and brick buildings. Uh, which is where the stone tape theory comes in. You know, in other words, the residual energy of a tragic and traumatic event is held in the building... Whereas over in America, of course, you, most of your buildings are made of wood. And so I believe that the Americans have a lot more of an intelligence type of ghost than a recording. You know, it's here, I'm coming, you know, an actual exactly. spirit or soul. Uh, in other words, your ghosts are real, is what I'm saying. They're ghosts of dead people that have stayed around for various reasons, one, because they want to, two, because they don't know they're dead, or three, because they're, they're, they're frightened to move on because of what they've done. Um, or they've got unfinished business, like they were, they were murdered and no one found the murderer, or they were executed for a crime they didn't do, and so on and so on. Um, and so I've come up with this theory, 
you know, that, that we in England have are, mis, are mis, misguided, if you like, misled by the fact that we, when we see this figure walk through the wall, we call it a ghost, it's probably nothing more, most of them are a recording held in the sandstone, the granite uh, of the castle, the stately home, or the bricks of, of the building. And to add to that in the biggest way possible, um, the most haunted building in California, reputedly, the Whaley House, is, is would you believe, the oldest brick-built building in California. So in other words, they're see- I think they're seeing in the Whaley House recordings, lots of them, of past events that took place in the house. So that should have been in the book. Yeah, but well, there you go. that's fine. So that, I think that, you know, I, 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 this is, I mean, you do realise that we can't prove any of it. But all I'm doing is trying to sort of, as, as you do, you are, trying to create an awareness that, that makes people do more research and talk more about it. Do you think? <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think it's a great idea. And, and you certainly, uh, while you were here and you, you gave your uh, talks over here, a lot of people, uh, you know, stood up and took a, a look at that and said, well, you know, yeah. maybe I agree with you, maybe I don't. Uh, but what about this or what about that? You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. Um, I mean, I got, so, I, I got extremely positive uh, feedback from people. Because, um, again, as, you, we, as we know, none of us can prove any of it. Nobody can come along with a document and say, by the way, this is the actual proof. This is the facts. You've got these wrong because this is how it is. Because nobody knows how right. it is. You know, that's the absolutely unbelievable thing. I find this so amazing, Ron, that, that we're, we're taking photographs of Mars. Um, we're, 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 we've been to the moon, and yet we don't understand what's going on on our own planet. We don't actually even know what's going on in our own minds. This is true. This is very, Which very is true. so true, isn't it? Right. And I find that quite amazing. And be honest, but who knows? A, lot of, a, lot, a lot of people don't want to know what's going on in my mind. A lot of people don't want to know what's going on in my mind as well. <laughs> but even so, um, I, I just think that we're, you know, and let's be honest, TV programs like like Ghost Hunters and and uh, Dead Famous and, of course, Most Haunted and all the others, um, including Ghost Cops and Paranormal State, they're all creating an amazing awareness of, of this this absolutely fascinating subject that we're, obviously, that's why, that's why, you know, Ghost Chronicles is there. Um, and, and who knows, one day, one of us may be the one that, that, that actually falls on the actual, the real reason of what they are. Or somebody might capture one or photograph one or, or you know. But hey, talking about photographs, what, what have, have, did you manage to get anything at the man uh, at Concord? You know, you know the, the, the buggy that moved? You know what? Go on. I haven't even checked it out yet. No, oh, Ronald. I I am so tied up between the. the of course, we have the new book, uh, Ghost Chronicles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is out, and we've had uh, you know quite a few book signings and events with that. And we're well also done. working on a uh, a case that's uh, extremely interesting, and that has been taking up a lot of my times. Uh, plus, we also have. Uh, I mean, no. To make a long story short, no, I have not. Okay, I, I, I'm sure I got something. I just got to figure. Oh God! I, I mean, if you if you got that 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 um, 
that could be quite something. And the other bit of footage, of course, when the, when the door moved in that in the bedroom at the manse, uh, when we were all sat in a circle, um, that could be really quite uh, quite quite something. You know, a bit of evidence there if if you got it. Right. But um, of course, um, we've got we haven't seen the footage yet of me being wounded at. at uh, <laughs> See, so there you go. Well, Ron, I've been so busy. You only got back last week, so I mean, I, I, I was jet lagged, but yeah, the same thing applies. I, I mean, I was, I had to go down to to Devon, uh, drive 250 miles down to Devon on Saturday to do uh, an event in a very haunted village. Uh, uh, I tell you what, this is really interesting. Um, it's a, a little town called Torrington uh, in Devon. Uh, on the southwest coast, and that, there was a battle. Isn't that where Gavin Cromwell shot his thing there? Yeah. How did you? Oh, how did you know that? Because I'm a pretty smart guy, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Interesting. Absolutely right. And they, it, have, they, they have some reenactors down there and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Cromwellian ones, of course, because there was a battle in, in 1646 in the English Civil War. Uh, this is pure coincidence, the English Civil War, right, 1646. And um, as you know, I'm talk doing this thing about battlefield ghosts. And um, the town was the battlefield. Exactly the same exactly as the Gettysburg. Same. Because, as I've said to you before, there's, there's not much future in, in doing a haunt, in just sort of filming on a haunted battlefield. Uh, you know, this is the tree where Oliver Cromwell stood. This is the bush where the soldiers died. This is the grass where they marched over. I mean, you know, that could be very boring. You've got, you've got to have the associated, you know, got buildings to the church where, where the prisoners were locked away, the hospital where, blah, 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 that sort of stuff. Uh, and, of course, both Torrington and, and um, Gettysburg have both got all the ingredients that I'm looking for uh, for Battlefield Ghosts because the buildings are still there. And I had a really, really good night on Saturday night, um, hunting for ghosts. Uh, yeah. Nothing yeah. happened. Nothing. Nothing got me. Um, nothing caused me to fall over and cut my leg open like happened on Gettysburg. But uh, good night. I had a good night. We got had some good seances, and and some some of the soldiers came through, and uh, yeah, so good. So I'm I'm, I'm hopefully going to feature some of that. In this pilot for, for Battlefield Ghosts, which we're we're also working on at the moment. Exciting times. Now, have you ever heard about the uh, flashlight thing, what they're doing now? No. Okay, what they do is they take a flashlight and they loosen it up, and then they put it on the floor, and then the ghost is supposed to shake it and make it light up and stuff. Uh, oh, how interesting. Yeah, yeah. Has it, have you, have you, this is, is, this an, is this an American thing? Or is, is yeah, it? yeah, I think... Uh, ghost hunters invented it. All right. Yeah. Totally. I don't know. Have you done it? No, no. I'm not, like, really impressed with it, so uh, I haven't <laughs> I, mean, I suppose, to be very honest with you, so many of these things are gimmicks. Yeah? That that, that obviously look good. You know, I hate, to, I hate to say that, but I kind of think it is in a way. Yeah, that's that's the only problem that um, I mean, like we we use the obelisk um, in the mounts in in Concord, but it 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 didn't want to talk to us. No, uh, but but perhaps perhaps there was nothing in the room at the time. Possibly, and in fact, it didn't work, or perhaps the battery was flat. <laughs> 
No, I don't think it was. It was, light, it was lighting up. Uh, and yet I found that quite amazing that absolutely not, we didn't get a word out of it, did we? Perhaps there was no one wanted to talk to us. Well, probably, you know, they, they knew who we were. <laughs> you don't know. So again, you know, all these things tend to me to be a little bit, oh, gimmicky. And of course, they all look good. The more lights that flash, the more beeps and bleeps that they make, then obviously it, it, it looks good for TV. But uh, how how much of a, you know... You see, you, you use the K2, don't you, over there? Yeah, K, yeah. K2 meter. I actually, I mean, I saw I saw one or two people with them while I was with you, but that, but they were using them in a big way when I was on the Queen Mary um, exactly last year. And and I must be honest with you, I mean, I don't actually know what it. I mean, you know, it makes a lot of flashes and. The, but what is it? What is it actually supposed? Because they almost look upon them as a ghost meter, don't they? Mm-hmm. What does it do? It's it's another one of those measures EMFs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same old. Same old thing. You know, that's for me, what it is. Yeah, for me, as I think I've said to you before, the only ghost detector is you and your dog. Don't you think? Right, I agree, 100%. I think we're the best ghost detector. Yeah, yeah. And anything else, any, and the problem you've got with, with, with that, both of it, number one, when, you, when your dog's standing with it, all its hackles standing up and it's growling, looking at something in the corner... The dog can't tell you what it's seeing. Uh, and when we stand looking in the corner, looking at something and say, look, there's a guy there standing in the corner with a little beard and, and a green velvet jacket on and blah, 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 blah. Nobody else can see it because it's only what's going on in, in our minds. So because of that, nobody actually believes it. So that's really, I suppose, why you need a, an EMF meter and a thermometer. And you know, when you say, oh, my God, the temperature's dropped. You know, at least the thermometer says, hmm, yeah, he's telling the truth. You know, it's dropped three degrees, but yeah. it can't tell you about the ghost, can it? No, it can't. I don't know. But there you go. We have, we have so many different uh, uh, instruments and things that we make up to ch- check the ghost. Sometimes I, I'm really not sure what the value is in the long run, but... Uh, no, no. But I tell you what, you, I know for a fact you, 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 you are a very lucky man because you've, you've got a heat-seeking um, machine, haven't you? A, um, what do you call them? Um, thermal imaging. Thermal, thermal imaging. imaging camera. Yeah. Do you, do you use that quite a lot on your, on your um, investigations? Uh, depending on the venue. Yeah. I mean, what... what in your, what, what would you use it for, Rob? Because, I mean, number one, you're very lucky because they're worth thousands of dollars, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah. Well, if but you ever want to sell it, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the fire department would part with it. Oh, really? It actually, yeah, mm. it actually belongs to a, a fire department. Really? Yeah. But you get to use it sort of uh, when you, yeah, when you want. Yeah, isn't that when, nice? I see. Uh, you, you should be so lucky. Oh, uh, um, yeah. But but for me, um, the problem is that, that you know what 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 does it what I mean? Have you had some good response with it? Have you? Have well, you anyways, had I think. Can you hear music at all? No. All right, Ghostly? I guess we're right. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, a voice from the from the, from the from the depths. That that oh, by the way. Through. That by the way, nobody could hear over the air. We call it the voice of God. Uh, the studio can actually talk to us that nobody else can hear it 
Isn't that special, huh? (laughs) (laughs) It's half time, matey. It is, so I guess it's time to take a break. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick. We'll be right back after the following message on TojiNet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Welcome to TojiNet, radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the vault is open. You're listening to the Haunted Headlines, your source for the stories making waves in the paranormal news. Sponsored by GhostVillage.com at www.GhostVillage.com backslash news. Good evening, I'm Chris Balzano, and you're listening to the Haunted Headlines, Ghost Village's weekly journey around the paranormal newswire to bring you the biggest stories affecting the ghost community. The ghosts are out again at Croxton Park in Liverpool, England. In a report from the Liverpool Echo, a security camera at the Edwin Country House has caught a spirit for the second time this year. This ghost, which appears much like a person whose head is bald and reflecting the light, moves across the screen for more than 30 seconds. It closely resembles an orb with a cloak attached to it and appears transparent. According to the article, quote, One theory among mediums is that the figure may be the ghost of former resident Hugh William Osbert Monix, the seventh and last Earl of Sefton, who died in 1972. You may remember we covered a sighting in the same location last March. Stop by the Ghost Village news site to get a link to both sets of footage, and you can see for yourself. Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen may have left their X-Men personas behind, but they are still performing together, this time in the stage classic Waiting for Godot at the Theatre Royal Haymarket in London. Stewart got more than he bargained for when he signed on. He may be a veteran of the English stage, but the actor has seen his first ghost in a theatre. According to the Telegraph, the actor is said to have witnessed a man in a beige coat and twilled trousers just off the stage as he was coming off. The ghost is thought to be John Baldwin Buckstone, who was the actor-slash-manager of the Theatre Royal Haymarket in the mid-19th century and a good friend of Charles Dickens. While he did not skip a beat during the production, Stewart later said he was, quote, impressed by the off-scene spirit. Nigel Everett, one of the directors of the theatre, said Buckstone, or whoever may be watching the plays for the afterlife, usually views comedies when they are performed. Lastly tonight, it may not have been a real ghost, but one spirit in India caused more suffering than any we've ever reported. In Bayrambore, five young men scaled the wall of the Ithar Senthal High School Hostel, which separates the male and female quarters. The area was in the middle of a power outage, and the boys went door to door scaring everyone they saw. Thinking they had seen a real ghost, and one that had been reported in the dorms before, the girls suffered a disproportionate response. Quoting a source from the Times of India, one girl, Pratima Basque, whose age was not revealed, fell unconscious and was rushed to a local hospital. She was declared dead on arrival. 
Five other girls were hospitalized. Authorities are still trying to sort out the details before any other action can be taken. That's the news for this week. Make sure to sign on to Ghost Village's news site to check out these and other stories at www.ghostvillage.com backslash news. We are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kohler. Uh on Paranex, Net, Ghost Channel, and Beyond. I can't remember. And Beyond. And, and beyond. beyond. <laughs> Don't forget the Beyond. I wonder if and anybody is listening to us out there. If, Anyways, if anybody wants to call in and let us know they are listening to, the number is 877-864-4869. 877-864-4869. Join us live in the Togi chat room or the Pararex chat room or any other freaking chat room you want to listen to us in. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, one thing I, I did want to mention, I, I told you we were, we, we were working on a case, right? Yes, indeed. And this is this is an extremely inter- interesting case. We spent uh, three hours uh, on Sunday, tramp- of course, it took me an hour and a half to get there, of course, an hour and a half to get back, and then three <laughs> hours tramping through the woods looking for the lost grave, uh, which we have Oh, this is the... Thing connected with the Bell Witch, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. These, these, this family is directly related, uh, direct descendant to the uh, Bell Witch uh, family, the Bell family, and right. uh, it's it's interesting. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, uh, quite haven't figured it out yet, but uh, I know that w- one of the things that's going on is connected to that grave that's in the, the uh, woods. So, so, so this is more. this this is a grave. Of, a, of a, obviously a, a a human being, a female, um, a female buried in the woods, a, buried, an unconsecrated. Buried in, in uncons- well, I don't know if it's unconsecrated. How am I supposed to know that, dear? Well, <laughs> I, well, I, th- I mean, uh, I, 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 come on, guys, help us here. How do how do you consecrate somewhere? Does a priest or a vicar have to come along and 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 yeah, throw absolutely. holy water? Yeah. So, anyways, the uh, the ground is it's buried on a hill, surrounded by a yeah. swamp, in the wow. woods. So it's, it's uh, kind of interesting. I mean, I'm really a proper headstone. It is. It, it is. But the stone right now is, has uh, half been broken and fallen, with the tree going growing through it. So, good grief! Now that and, and is the, the the lady's name on the on the gravestone? Uh, we don't have it. That was the purpose of going back there and trying to uh, do a rubbing of it, because it is worn, of course, and uh, we wanted to do the research on it. We have, uh, we definitely researched the property, and we have researched the lineage of the family that's living in it. So right. those things we do know, but uh, there, there's much more going on. This, it's, uh, it's it's Ron, how how far from the from the property? Is the grave? Uh, probably about twenty minutes. Right, but is it, is it on their land? Uh, undefined since we didn't find it. Got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. If I could uh, find it, then yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. I understand that. Yeah, can't do that, but. Uh, and, and you believe that this this 
woman that's buried there is is something to do with the haunting. I do. I believe I believe the haunting is is um, multi layered. Right. And I think this is one piece of that, or one layer in that multi layer. Oh, I say. And and obviously you can't talk too much about it yet because of situation. I'm well, we don't have too much information as far as that, but I can tell you that, for instance, uh, I know that the, there's a young girl in the house, and uh, here we go back, uh, which is an interesting uh, uh, theory in itself. I mean, whether yeah. you love him or hate him, Ouija boards involved, of course. Oh, the, what, they've, they've been using Ouija boards? No, the little girl has, as, as it finds out. But uh, interesting story, the, uh, the girl's mother's uh, used the Ouija board when she was a young child, and some st- they had some stuff happen. So they took and broke the Ouija board up and and buried it, and uh, then they moved. And when they came, uh, after, you know, they didn't move right away. They moved uh, yes. several months later. And when they moved to their new house, they found the Ouija board under their bed with the all together again, but with the break marks in it. You're joking. Uh, interesting, huh? Oh, that's not. I don't like that. That's, you know, every, every time, every time I think a Ouija board is is nothing than a toy. Uh, you get one of these happens. little stories that that comes up that you know. Yeah, because I'm I'm exactly the same. I tell you, so you know, you've heard me I'm preaching to people. You know, the, the, there's no more danger with a Ouija board than there is with standing holding hands in a circle and saying, "Is there anybody there?" or or putting your finger on a glass or a table and and saying, "Move the glass if you, if there's a spirit with us." But but now you start to say things like that, and and it and it changes everyone's outlook again. On, on, I mean, have you seen? Have they still got the Ouija board? I haven't got to that part. This is something I just found out uh, when uh, basically uh, they had. Well, we were out looking for the woods. We had one of the uh, the ladies in our group uh, do an interview, a second interview with them, and uh, she had some questions for us. And one of the questions yes. is what we thought of Ouija boards, and then yes. so uh, basically I did a, a telephone conversation on it, and I, and, and I did not bring that up, which is something I will bring up, Richard. Thank you. Yeah, for the yeah. I mean, obviously there's there's so much more to go into, isn't there? I mean, was Maureen with you? No. Right. Did you have no. a medium with you? No. Okay. Other than myself. So this was a pre- really we, we we're looking at a, a preliminary investigation that you conducted first to gather more information, I presume. Right. It's well. It's we don't always. You don't always need a, a medium. Uh, no, I know. No, I know. I mean, uh, there are certain things you can determine uh, without using a medium. I certainly yeah. love to use a medium, and in, in, but uh, not in all <laughs> aspects of the investigation. Sometimes it. I think it's better when you don't have one around. Yeah. That's you know. It, it's certain aspects of investigation. Yeah, but of course you've got to ascertain what it's all about first. What's happening? What's going on? And and so there are children involved in the house. Absolutely. Uh, there are and, and it, two young boys well, and, a, and a young girl, and a, and right. a baby. Oh right. And and has has this? Ooh, I'm, I'm like I'm like interviewing them, aren't I? Now, obviously, I mean I'm fascinated actually by the whole thing. Uh, has the has the activity been ongoing for a long time? Uh, absolutely, they they, uh, they lived in one portion of this house, and then they moved into another portion, and, and the activity still continued. So it followed them, if you like. 
Oh. Yeah, or it was in the whole building anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it an old house? It is a very old house, and one of the things they do see is they see these people in the windows uh, quite often. Really? What, when they're outside looking in? The, vice versa. Inside, inside looking inside out? Inside looking out. They see the and spirits. They see, they see the spirits oh, looking in. I don't like it. Listen, I tell you what, it's quite funny because obviously after being, you know, in, in, in your wonderful country for three and a half weeks um, and, and I st when we started driving around places, um, some of the older houses, the big older houses that you've, that you've got in the States are extremely creepy, aren't they? They are. Uh, you know, they're not castles. I mean, you know, we don't have the castles like you do. I mean, no, no. We, have a few, we have a few here and there, but they're really nothing to write home no. about compared to yours. But, but some of your, your as I say, older, <coughs> excuse me, um, bigger, sort of slightly slightly dilapidated sometimes houses, um, I, can, I can see where some of your, your ghost stories come from because, because they are quite... Uh, um, Quite scary. I mean, I, I found the manse quite scary in in, uh, in uh, Concord, uh, to be honest with you. And actually, um, yeah. uh, the, the day before uh, Thanksgiving, we are going back down to the manse. We are doing an event with the Concord Colonial Land and the manse, and uh, Haunted Room 24 will be available for doing some research in, and mm. so it's going to be kind of cool. There'll be, there'll also be uh, uh, food there, so it's going to be kind of a, a neat little Thing. It'll start off at the Concord Colonial. We'll be doing some, uh, by the way, the room is, is, is another. The Concord Colonial is supposed to be uh, built on Indian burial ground, of course, but what isn't? That's right. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. I mean, so you have that aspect. And the, and the place we're going to have to be doing this will be in the basement, and then we'll be working on Haunted Room 24. We'll be walking to the manse. Uh, we'll be doing some uh, work at the manse and also outside of the manse if the, the weather holds up. And yes. we may even visit a local cemetery where there is a grave there. Uh, with, if you look, uh, there's no eyeballs in it. But when you take pictures, the eyeballs sometimes appear. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a, I tell you, it's an extremely historic area, of course, and you know, a little. I found it a little creepy. Uh, Especially with the river being close by, and 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 um, you know the old bridge, of course, North Bridge, where where the battle started, and yeah, yeah, you've got some good stuff there. Um, and of course, the other thing is that the the, the room twenty four, so, so they were telling me when I was there, was was used by the the doctor that that lived in the house that was treating both sides of you know both both the colonials and 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 the dastardly British at the time. Absolutely, and uh, there is a spirit. I'm not going to talk too much about it in case uh, no. anybody is going to go to it. But uh, yeah, they've had some interesting uh, thing. Uh, perhaps the most interesting case. I think uh, you talked to one of the ladies there, and she told you a little bit about it about the little old lady. Oh, the, oh, the God! Yes, the the lady that actually was was spending the night there, and, and she she actually saw it. I think she I think it was a figure. Standing at the at the side of a bed, and she fled the room, uh, slept the night in their lounge, and wouldn't even go back upstairs to fetch her luggage. She insisted on on somebody else. Um, actually, yeah. Do you know what? It's I've just 
just frightened myself to death because I'm, si- I'm sitting in the office here at, at the ha- our house and we, ha- we have we're three acres of land around us. We're in the middle of nowhere. And I've just seen something walk go past the window and it's absolutely frightened me to death. And I've forgotten that we, we've, just, we've just got four new sheep. <laughs> that have, that have um, uh, arrived yesterday. Um, uh, oh, do you know what? My heart was in my mouth there because I saw this this something walking past, and um, I, that's why I stopped dead in my tracks. And it, you see, eight out of ten ghosts can be explained, and that was a sheep. <laughs> Where was I? Oh yeah, this this lady this lady wouldn't um, w- wouldn't even go back upstairs to the room. They 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 the porter or whoever it was, they had to go up and they had to unpack her, pack her luggage up and bring it out. She was absolutely terrified, which is not good. Right. But, but apparently but, but, wait, they charged but more. You, you, left that, you left the best part out. Now, first of all, when she came oh. down, she wouldn't go back in her room, and there were yep. no other rooms, so she slept on a couch in the, in the, in the sitting room yep. to start yep. with. But then when they went to get her luggage, it was all packed. Oh, my God. I'd forgotten that bit. Sorry. I still got jet lag, you see. Yeah, <clears throat> something had packed it ready for her to to for her to leave. Um, very very good story, and uh, as I say, ooh, what a room! But um, I, I'm coming back. I'm definitely coming back, and I want to spend the night in that room. I really really do. Frightened as I am, I want to spend the night. Have you done it, Ron? Have you ever stayed there? I have. Uh, in fact, that's in our book, Ghost Chronicles. Uh, the night that uh, I stayed there, isn't it? And uh, wait a minute! Right. I thought I, ge- I thought I gave you a copy of that. Evidently, I have got a copy, but I haven't had time. Somebody has read it, have they? Unlike you, I haven't had time to read it yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't get up at half past six in the morning. <laughs> Anyways, oh. I mean, it, it, it was definitely an interesting night, and it is in the book, and, and there's a, a lot that uh, went on with it. So. Uh, but anyways, the, that event we'll we'll be doing on the thirtieth, which is the day before Thanksgiving, that and really uh, cool. so that that sounds really cool, uh, totally. And Are all the tickets available? Uh, not yet. Uh, they're still working out the details, but uh, I guess they will be up shortly. And uh, of course, we've we've got so many stuff, so much stuff going on. It's, it's unreal at this time of year, and you know that yourself. Uh, what say with the book signings as well? Yeah, what have you got going on? I, I know that. You, uh, oh God! I've got got a lot. I've got. We've just organised because, because Derby has become uh, been voted the most haunted city in Great Britain. Yeah, so you say. Not, not the, well, exactly. But it's in, the <laughs> it's in the Sun newspaper, and so that's it. It's in black and white. It's there in you print go. Time. So we've organised the first the first ever Derby Ghost Fest. Um, a whole week of events um, in Derby. Uh, from the twen oh god, the, I don't know the twenty something, uh, the week before Halloween, <laughs> um, and we've we've got a very very haunted hotel where Queen Victoria stayed um, three times. Uh, we've got a big event in there, um, and we'll tell you what we're doing. We'd, we'd, we've got some of the guys from Most Haunted uh, coming along to an event, a couple of events that we're doing. Um, Barry John, the medium. Um, Dr. Matthew Smith, who of course was the the, um, the parapsychologist that used to sit with me on the sofa um, on the lives, and Ian Lawman, um, one of the mediums that was on on Most Haunted, and, and myself, and we're organising an event called um, the Midlands Best Medium, and we're we're asking people at the moment uh, that that are mediums, or would be mediums, or even want to be mediums. 
to, to sign up for a, a night where we actually have a, a, a panel of judges uh, and an audience, uh, and the mediums come along one at a time and um, do their stuff, do their business. And, and um, the winner will get um, a trophy and, and um, the, the title of, of, of the Midlands Best Medium. So uh, that's going to be very exciting. Interesting. Something that um, I like actually did a Tom. Should I try out for that? <laughs> I think it would be a very good idea if you did, sir. I think it would be very entertaining. Um, it, I mean, the whole idea is obviously a a to entertain people, but b right. to actually find out some. You know, we're, we're obviously looking for um, not 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 famous. Well, yes, if any if any famous mediums would like to come along, then that would be great. But but we're really looking for 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 Joe Public. That that um, uh, you know are sort of would would be mediums that uh, want to come along and prove themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be quite uh, what's the word? You know, I mean, I mean, I as you know me, I don't suffer fools gladly, and and uh, uh, although I obviously believe in mediums, I believe there are a lot of of charlatans out there that 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 are taking people for a ride. I so agree. Getting, I agree with you. Yeah, they'll be getting the treatment. Um, I shall be the Simon Cowell of the uh, of the uh, judges for the night, and um, well, they're going to have to impress us basically, and uh, for the title, um, we could then take it a stage farther, of course, and we could do a few regional ones, and then find out the UK's best medium. Interesting. Could be good. Could be. Could be good. Uh, We've got all sorts. We've got a whole week of events that that we're organising at the moment um, in in haunted locations in in the centre of Derby. And we're also working, I don't know whether anyone's done it, whether you've done it in the States, on the world's biggest seance. Really? Yeah, because we've got a big venue in in the centre of of, of Derby, which is called our Assembly Rooms, which is a modern building, but it's haunted by a, a, a Victorian lady in, in a blue dress that hovers hovers above the floor. Um, and I'm planning on doing something like getting, inviting all the people of, of Derby. We've got 250,000 inhabitants in the city. I don't think they'll all come. But get them all down onto Derby Marketplace at 12 o'clock on Halloween mm. for a seance. Now, uh, how would they, would they be holding hands or would they just be yeah. in the end Yes, I think we need to get... It, the biggest, well, I don't know how many circles. It depends on how many people choose to turn up. But, you know, one massive circle or a circle within a circle within a circle within a circle, like a spiral, um, and conduct this huge sound. We've got a huge uh, sort of screen on Derby Marketplace, a massive, massive television screen as well. And I just thought that we could sort of stream it um, I don't know whether anything will happen or not. But the other thing I'm planning on doing is, is getting the... There's, there's obviously so many haunted locations in the centre of Derby. Uh, pubs and restaurants and hotels and tunnels underneath Derby Guildhall and uh, all that sort of stuff. Getting the people in all these different buildings as well to take part in the same seance. Hmm. I don't think it's ever been done, has it? I, I, I don't know if it... I'm just trying to think what would, what would be the validity of it. I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so I know many, where you're coming from. Yeah, so much energy from different people and different things. Would it be a, a 
mishmash? Would it be like almost that you couldn't get the receiver to work because there's so many channels? That's possible. That's po- or is it is it like in, in the same way as, as as in a church? You know, the the, the more people like-minded people there are like the thoughts in you know, a prayer and what have you you know some people say well you can do the same thing you know you can pray at home yes i i know you can but but when you've got 300 or 500 people in a church all offering the same prayers i i think that the the energies again from those people tend to work in a way that it wouldn't work if you're alone at home um so all this mass energy all centred uh, in the centre of, of the city of Derby, with all these ley lines going through the centre and, and underground streams and a river and uh, all of the other energy things there, what will happen? Probably nothing. But interesting. Who knows? So very interesting. Is, is, I think uh, And I'm sure, I hope that you uh, definitely, uh, you know, document this as, as best oh, you can. Well. We're, we're even talking to TV companies at the moment about actually, um, you know, sort of doing it live. Because, it's, as I say, it, it's never, as far as I know, it's never been done. Um, but, but someone, I'm sure, will come along and tell me, oh, yeah, yeah, we did it in the centre of wherever it was, and we got four and a half thousand people. I mean, well, fair enough. But I, I just feel that in, in England's most haunted city, uh, at 12 o'clock, what, ha- what Halloween means, I don't know. But it's all down to what's in your mind and, and energies, isn't it? It's it might true. work, Rob. Uh, it could, or, or you may be, like I said, you may be drawing in so many different... Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Some negative, uh, I, I, some positive. You're, you're definitely going to have to report on this. Oh, I'm going to. You see, one of the things is, with the, without being funny, I, I doubt very much if we'll get many skeptics turning up. People with, you know, with the wrong ideas, if you know, because I can't see at any point in anybody, you know, like sometimes if you're doing a seance and if you've got a, a total non-believer in, in, the, in the circle that, or around the table, then some, obviously sometimes it doesn't work. Their negative energies, if you like, sort of sometimes stop it happening. But, but I can't imagine people taking the trouble of, of coming down into the centre of Derby if they don't believe in what they're doing. So it might all be positive. I don't know. But it's exciting. Very exciting. Um, and um, I will report back to you. <laughs> Absolutely. And speaking about, uh, I mean, while we were over here, we actually had a little uh, sit-down face-to-face because normally we just talk over the roof the telephone lines, and yes. we're talking about bringing, starting October, uh, we're going to launch some new features to the show. And, uh, Correct. So, yeah, stay tuned for some wild stuff that's going to happen here at uh, Ghost Chronicles, both on Ghost Chronicles International and Ghost Chronicles Live. So uh, We're looking at doing some, some live you know, places, aren't we? You know, sort of, I'm going to be in one. Yeah, we're one not going to talk about it too much, but uh, October 1st will be our launch date. And Watch uh, this space, guys. Yeah, watch it because paranormal radio will never be the same. Oh. Absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your events, Ron? What are you doing at the moment? Uh, of course, we have the Salem events, which is uh, the Spectral Evidence, which is the uh, 17th and the 24th. We, and also Voices of the Dead, I believe, is on the 24th as well. Uh, we are doing that event um, 
at the Concord Colonial. We have a ghost hunt at the Portsmouth Lighthouse uh, this mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, I believe it's pretty much sold out. I think there's, if there's any tickets left, I'm not sure of it right now. The best thing is to do is check the uh, website. Uh, and uh, we have another one in November that we'll be doing as well. But And plus the, the book signings, which are... All the book signings. Have you done that? You've not done um, uh, Lowell yet, have you? The book signing at Lowell? Uh, no, that's not till the end of October. All right. That'll be a good one. Nice one. I'm going to try and come out there myself yet, but we'll see what happens. I've just got to talk to Barnes & Noble about it first. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, uh, good. you know, it's, it's really interesting is that we also have a, another big uh, investigation that we're working on as well. So, Right. Um, but I, it's it's a 110-room hotel that's never been investigated before, and so that looks uh, interesting as well. It's an old, old hotel. Absolutely old, old. Oh. Right up your alley, Richard. Yes, indeed. Can I come back, please? Right. And and then there is there is some uh, some talk about uh, Derek Akura being over here doing a Dining with the Dead in another event, but uh, that still has That'd to be, be verified. Uh, would be fun. Yep, yep. Uh, Derek is interesting, I think. Uh, Derek, Derek, you, you wait till you meet the guy. He, he's... Um, uh, people keep saying uh, that, that he and I have got sort of, we're very different, you know, I don't see dead people, but um, it, we, we have this energy thing between the two of us um, that um, people haven't seen an awful lot of because we didn't get to work together that much uh, on Most Haunted, but we are working on, on various things, and everyone that sees us, there's, there's, a, there's a certain something, there's a, I don't know, an energy between the two of us that the world has yet to see. <laughs> hmm, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. It's. I, I just. Uh, I would love to see uh, you working with Derek. I think that's a, an interesting. Call. I also saw uh, something on Facebook, and I, I don't know too much about this, but uh, uh, basically, you and uh, Phil Solomon or something is doing a tour or something. We are that. talking. We are. I was with Phil Solomon last night. Um, I didn't realize what a, what a big fan um, Hans Holzer was of, 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 of Phil and how they'd co-written a, a, a big-selling book over in the States uh, and what good friends they were. Um, yeah, he, I was with him last night at an investigation uh, in a little village, and, and he was talking to me then about wanting to do a, a series of, of you know, shows together, and I would love to do it with him, really would. Because he's a good guy, you know. He's uh, and he talks to Elvis Presley, you know. Oh my God! I think we had him on the show, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And uh, Adolf Hitler. Uh, I'd like to yeah. know more. I'd like yeah. to know more. Yeah, I'd like to definitely know more. But make sure I bring my boots with me. Ah, I didn't say that. Is that anyway? Boots your jack boots. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we are running out of time, and it's time to wrap it up on Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick. We want to thank you so much for listening, and tune in next week, and watch out for October. Strange. Enjoy the, enjoy the sunshine. Yep. Good night. God bless. Talk to you guys. Bye-bye. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-legged beasties, things that go on.